For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side stories. Yes. Right before the holiday break, I went uh, full Rogan and did a sensory deprivation tank. Uh, I got a, they call them float centers now. Float centers. Sensory deprivation tanks were seeming to, they were like frightening people. Like the term was frightening people. (laughs) Because also, especially the movie Altered States. Because the, the, the movie Altered States is all about, like, a, a scientist uses sensory deprivation to, like, go back in the past, but then he becomes a primal man and comes out of the tank like a fucking half monkey beast. It's awesome. Yeah, but the movie Lawnmower Man didn't turn me off to lawnmowers. Well, it's, it's got not nothing like, to do I mean, with lawnmowers. Di- lawnmower Man is about a, a big dick special man. That was fucking this woman. She seduced a woman and then made him a genius using the computer. You got me off track. Okay. But Lawnmower Man's got not necessarily anything to do with his job as a garden maintenance person. Okay. Uh, but the, the, sensor, the sensory deprivation tank really shows you what could happen to your own brain when you let all stimulus like get out of the way. I saw shit, dude. Because 2020... A part of my Lido 2 energy uh-huh. is the seeking of knowledge. And I hope to do more of these experiences over the years because it was, it was fucking frightening at what? first. I had a massive panic attack. What did you see? I saw, well, I saw, how do you, how do you explain this? So you lose all orientation. I, I forgot right. who I was and where I was. I was just like in darkness and in this like very, very salty water. So you float on it. You, be, you can't feel your, your hands and your legs anymore. Okay. And then all of a sudden I saw an Asian woman. This is true. Okay. That she said, call me Pam. It, I think I might have fallen asleep. <laughs> so I saw that, and then I saw a hallway surrounded by curtains that opened up, and they had a bunch of little doors on them. And they said, in times of emergency, these are your doors. You have these five doors that open up in times of emergency, but they will only open when they are truly ready for it. They will appear at your hands, and I take that to be very symbolic. I was tripping balls. Oh, my God. Then you opened door number three, and it was just a person. And on the other side, she said, call me Pam. <laughs> Maybe. All right. Welcome to Side Stories, everyone. I am Ben Kissel, staring at the beautiful Los Angeles face of Henry Zabrowski. Yeah, I'm one of the prettier ones out here. This is our first recording of 2020. How exciting, Henry. It's so exciting. I'm going to shit. Whoa. And nothing bad happened on the night of 2020. I mean, everybody's afraid of World War III, but you should have been already. 
I you mean, know what I mean? Honestly, why, why do you even? When did you stop being afraid of it? You know, the nice thing is when you're never not at war. It's always World War Three. Just add another one in there. Add you another I mean? one in and there. Throw another Why one in not? there. Come on, buddy. And then we could start doing. We could take like commercials for the president where he says like the three wars. But you know how you do the thing with like the the talk about moms that can like go to the gym and raise their child and have right. a career. But like, how does he do it all? Like, and right. then it could be almost impressive. How many wars you can fight at once? Well, absolutely. But, We're currently fighting two, and hopefully, we can grab one more proxy war. Put us at two and a half. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of that, fun. It's kind of fun. But let's get into some news because we haven't been able to cover anything true, truly in-depth. You know how in-depth we are here. Oh, my God. Story. So in-depth. We're in the deep end. We're swimming with the sharks. Everybody knows it. Shark Tank. Um, it's me and the, the guy uh, from the Colts. What's, that? What's the name? The guy from Shark Tank. Oh, you're talking about Mark Cuban. Now, he's, yep. with, he's with the Dallas Mavericks, yep. which is a basketball team. Speaking sure. of basketball, Henry and I, my God, did we have we something special. some basketball. We saw some basketball. We went to the Lakers game. We had sweets, yep. which was like not candy. It's like also a place you can sit. It and was we, very nice. It was very nice. And we were with all the wheelers and a couple of the dealers. And, and they we, looked at us as if we had shit in our pants well because we walked into this uh, to this uh, staple center suite and we're like can we have some of these hot dogs like can we like uh yeah they're free yeah, that's t- why the hot dogs are there and i was just like but there's a whole thing of hot dogs i don't know if someone else is there like am i gonna get like is there gonna be an alarm if i open this up if is this thing gonna is this hot dog latch gonna close on my hands if i'm reaching for the hot dogs if these are mark cuban's hot dogs could be i don't know why they would be mark cuban's it would be jerry buss's hot dogs but maybe the nitrate police would come in shoot us both in the head and just be like two more fat boys gone <laughs> they thought they had it all but it turns out all they have is a grave the honey trap worked we got another two fat boys uh, they were sold yes, into was- sex slavery <laughs> if they'll have me you know, I'll Horrible. go. Horrible, but they—it uh, was a wonderful time. Uh, I can't believe we got a nice thing from our agent. It was very, very nice. It was very what nice. A, what Hen- a lovely gift, Henry. You seem to really like the game of basketball live and in person because I don't think you've watched very much of it. But there was a lot of slams, a lot of dunks, a lot of trays, aka they, three pointers. They are young boys working at the peak of their physical abilities, and it's nice to see. Yes, it's interesting that you call them young boys. They are young boys. Well, they're like, yeah, I mean, they're in their... LeBron just turned 34 years old. Yeah, but that's your age. (laughs) I know. He's done so much. (laughs) He's so big. Do you feel like a young boy? (laughs) No. (laughs) Of course not. No. Actually, I think that we should add a coughing corner as we, we get older because I can cough now. Any, I don't even smoke cigarettes, and I can just start coughing. It's because all we do is scream. Ah, yeah. Now, we a lot of things happen over the break. Number one, what I'd like to say, uh, please come see me uh, at Dad's Garage in Atlanta this Friday and Saturday. I'm just going to throw it there. I'll plug 10th and the 11th. Come and see me. I'm going to be out there. I have no clue what I'm doing. They haven't told me what shows I'm on. I'm literally just doing improv all night, so come see whatever oh, the hell no. it is I'm going to do, and I'm, gonna... I'm going to try to scar people. I'm leaving it all on the table this year, 2020. You say hindsight, 2020. Hindsight 2020. But my whole thing is no hindsight, 2020. <laughs> Burning bridges, 2020. It's Are gonna they going to just? You don't know what you're doing. They're flying you out. 
Or is it just going to be like the scene from Requiem for a Dream? Ass to ass. Yeah, I mean, Buddy, if, that's, you got- if that's what the fucking, if, he, if I ask for a of suggestion and someone says ass to ass right. by improv laws, yes and, I have to go ass to ass. Oh my goodness. Unfortunately. I'm just very concerned they're going to cover you in baby oil and make you tuck it behind and then prance around like your Buffalo Bill. It's their dollar. I'm the entertainer. Wow. I'm the entertainer. I think Uh, I'm the entertainer. (laughs) And Billy Joel. Billy Joel. There it is. So this story comes from the Kansas City Star. Now, we've just been covering a lot. We've been talking a lot about this part of the world uh, with Bob Berdella. And there is a crime that has come out that is very, very similar. Well, I mean, not entirely similar, but eerily similar. Too similar to be comfortable. Okay. To the story of Bob Berdella for it to be nice. So this comes from the Kansas City Star by, uh, this is an article from Dawson White. Accused cannibal eats part of grinder date hanging from his ceiling, Michigan cops say. Oh my. Disturbing details have emerged in the case of a Michigan man who allegedly killed his grinder date. The man, the victim, was on, his name is Kevin Bacon. So if you saw Kevin Bacon trending on Twitter, if you're like us where your Twitter feed has been destroyed, the algorithm is destroyed by how much true crime and bullshit you <laughs> click. So Kevin Bacon, I remember, was tw- was trending for a day, and I was like, what'd he do? But then it turns out that Kevin Bacon, was an, it's another Kevin Bacon. So Kevin Bacon, 25, was reported missing when he didn't show up for breakfast with his family on Christmas Day. It wasn't long before his car was found outside Family Dollar in Clayton Township with his wallet, phone, and clothes inside, which is not good. The day before, Bacon, who who was beloved in his community, he was a hairstylist, he told a friend that he was meeting up with a man that he just met on the dating app Grindr. Mm. Later that evening, Bacon texted his friend that he was having fun and would be out for a while, according to the outlet. So, so far, he did correct. Like, he did say, like, hey, I'm here, I'm doing this thing. Having a good time. I'm just going to throw this out there as a warning. You got to be careful, Henry. And not not to you. You're you're a taken man. The ring is on the finger, ladies. Yeah, you back off. Back, Back off, off Henry. all of you, you hounds. I see the sexual pariah circling around you just waiting for Natalie Get to die. Get away from me. Get off of my car. I know. Be careful on these damn dating apps. I don't know who is still on them. You I feel like they're like- the... I've, no, I feel like they're the Facebook of love. You know how everyone used to be on Facebook? It was like mandatory. No, it's true. And then you get off of Facebook, and then you're like, what trolls are still on Facebook? That's what these dating apps are. They are the trolls of love. Well, you don't use dating apps, right? I've never used one in my life. I'm six foot seven. That's a dating app. <laughs> Kissel. Yes. But I was on Tinder for a hot second, and the thing is you don't know anybody, but you do sound like the cops because at the very top of this article, they have a cop of they have a video of a cop literally saying, being like, it's important to remember if you're going on any one of your unfortunate websites that you gotta put a condom over your phone like they just say in random old people advice so on early december 28th police found bacon's body in 50 year old mark latunsky's morris area home oh he was arrested and charged with open murder and mutilation of a human body now it seems like he did not do a lot to hide what he did okay so these details have emerged according to court documents Police found Kevin, Mr. Bacon, hanging naked from the rafters by his ankles in Latunsky's home. Police said Latunsky confessed to killing Bacon by stabbing him in the back and then slicing his throat, and then told police 
he had cut off Bacon's testicles with a knife before eating them. This oh, is a, He my. was excited to say this. And what I don't like about the picture of Mark Latunsky is the joy, the sparkle in his icy blue eyes as he's smiling directly in the camera. And he doesn't look 50. This is a person I think that should have been more stressed out. I was looking at a picture of uh, Kevin Bacon's parents, Carl and Pamela Bacon, uh, who have thanked the authorities. Uh, They say they're happy that Kevin Bacon is back. He deserves to be given a dignified burial. Uh, They also said Carl Bacon says it's gut-wrenching to hear the details and we're beside ourselves. He goes on to say, I'm going to remember him how everyone else remembers him, that he's a good person who is passionate and cares for people. So the parents are obviously devastated. Again, this happening December 24th. What do you? Of course, the parents are devastated. They're going to be like, "We want him to have an undignified burial." <laughs> what I hope we do is, I want him to bury him with just his dick outs and put bird seed at the tip of it, so pigeons can eat the top of his cock and balls. No, well, I think that's a gift. A, they are very upset. Of course, but they are. but he. Uh, this is not the first time Mark Latunsky has been identified with some kind of bullshit. The month before, police responded to Latunsky's home after a man, 29, was seen running from Latunsky's home with blood on his face, wearing only a leather kilt. Jeez. And the reason why Latunsky told them that he came out to stop, I mean, like, listen, listen, the cops were, he was screaming, very similar to Dahmer, very similar to Bob Berdella. Man covered in blood talking to the police. The police were like, icky, this is some weird icky homosexual stuff. Mark Lazunski, yes, you have no idea how icky it was and how much cum there was and how much I sucked his dick and all and we and we we actually we drew up plans to adopt a baby and all the cops were like what? like throwing up in their shoes. But no, Mark Latunsky said the reason why he chased him, he said he's free to go, but that kilt cost me three hundred bucks. So he wanted the kilt. He wanted the kilt back. So they were like, okay, so the cops walked the dude back into Latunsky's home where they got all his clothes, and they, he got redressed, and he gave him back the kilt, and then the man decided to not press charges. Interesting. So the cops also could have followed up with the question, like, why did he run away with the kilt? Why did he have to scramble out of there like he was a running back trying to win the Heisman? Why did he have to back flee? In there. I go back in there. I heard they were drawing up plans to make some kind of boutique cupcake restaurant. Oh, my. I can't go back in that place. They're in there talking about swatches. Oh, I forgot about the swatch. Not wow. the not that watch the swatch. A swatch is also a common term for a piece of fabric that shows the texture and color and real life of what the fabric is instead of just looking online. Eh, no you've, never done, you've never bought a piece of furniture. Uh, I... No, I have not. I no, bought, you have I bought, I bought put together furniture uh, that you can get on the internet on but Grindr. Someone else has bought. But oh yes, yes, I got yes. a bunch of boys over. It was weird because <laughs> at some point they were like, "When are we gonna fuck?" And I was like, "I just thought you guys were gonna put together my IKEA furniture." Hey, you're a bunch of beefy boys. Why don't you just move around this furniture? Ooh. Come on, guys, let's watch the game. So now this dude Latunsky. Uh, he is trying to plead insanity. This is according to his defense attorney, Nicholas Robinson. Uh, he says, anybody that you have to question about their mental capacity, whether they understand the charges against them or if they don't understand what they did at the time of the offense, you send them down to get checked by professionals. So it looks like Latunsky is trying to go out there, um, claim crazy town, and say that, I don't know, the noodles in his head made him do it. I don't like the his little fun smile. 
So no. if that helps him with that with the telling everybody's insane. I don't know how well he's not. He's obviously not insane. This is a premeditated murder. He knew what he was doing. I think they will probably end up throwing the book at him, especially because he went ahead and it's a two-edged sword because I think a lot of serial killers do this. We've seen this with Ted Bundy, mm-hmm. people uh, definitely with Henry Lee Lucas, The Confession Killer is a very interesting series. I started watching it. I got to f- finish it. But the idea of a serial killer's, their confessions being a part of an extended version of their fantasies. So you wonder if Mark Latunsky had this, he killed a dude, Right, he cut his balls off, and then he's sitting there, and then he's like, I got to now figure out how to flip this in a way that maybe I can have some form of defense. And if you start going, and I eat him, I'll eat him again. Right. Like, if, if he's acting like that around the police, then maybe they think he is, maybe he should be crazy and he should be put into a, a mental health facility instead of a jail. Maybe you got to take the cojones in the center of your palm, kind of move them around like those Chinese balls. But the thing is that unless they were naturally filled with jingles, which I don't think testicles are, unless you are Santa Claus, <laughs> it, you don't get anything out of the exercise. I see. So the defense attorney goes on to say, even if even if Latonsky is found mentally ill, he would still go to prison, uh, but in that situation he would just receive more mental health at uh the prison in the prison hospital so no matter what it seems like this guy as henry said uh will be in the clink for quite a while surrounded by a whole bunch of guys and uh my goodness what his future will look like honestly it sounds like he's gonna have a blast and then this actually went all the way up to the kevin bacon because there are many people that wondered whether or not he was named after Kevin Bacon. The parents say that he was not. They, it just happened to be coincidence. Yeah, Kevin's really a very common it. name. And Bacon is. is not that uncommon of a last name, not to mention not. a great breakfast dish. But there is a big number one Kevin Bacon, unfortunately, that all the other Kevin Bacons have to get behind. To the point that Kevin Bacon decided to make a statement on his own Instagram on behalf of all Kevin Bacons everywhere. He, I remember he says, that he, he just showed his testicles. He just like, wore these are the bacons. These are the bacons. Yeah. These are the bacons. But Kevin Bacon says, for obvious reasons, I'm thinking this morning about the friends and family of this young person, Kevin Bacon. His life was taken from him much too soon. His love was hairdressing. I bet he would have done a great job on this mess on my head. Oh. R.I.P. K.P. Oh, <laughs> can Kevin Bacon do anything wrong? I'm going to say no. Sir spe- Echoes is pretty good. Speaking of hogs, my God, he has one. When has he shown his cock? He does it in uh, that one film. I believe he becomes invisible, but they show his kind of like invisible outline of his penis. You're talking about the hollow, hollow man? man. Kevin hollow Bacon man. penis. I'm looking this up. Yes. Oh, my God. You don't see it, obviously, because he's the hollow man. But you, Let me see this thing. you know what he's rocking. Yeah. Let me see this thing. I mean, his it name could be, be big Kevin, and hollow. His, his name should be Kevin Sausage, if oh, you Oh, he me. made that half hard. Well, I'm even if it's even, right even, even if it would be fully erect, it's still a big hog, Henry. Hey, man, God that's bless actually him. how you judge a penis size. If we just judged by like non-erect penises, then the whole thing would be off kilter. Uh, I like to see how his penis is in a reading comprehension test. <laughs> Let's take a look at this next story. Now, well, this but story I was is- going to say, isn't that nice though, Henry? Because growing up, did you have this growing up where you're like? I don't know any other Zabrowski's in Hollywood. There's no one else like me. I no, I wanted thinking, to be the number one. You I like always that. wanted to be number one. I love it. My last and name. And I'm not the only one. You're There's not George the George Zabrowski. There's a George Zabrowski that was a uh, sci-fi writer. 
I mean, I believe that there is a Polish soccer star, which means he plays with a football. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even fully get the joke, but I'm, I'm gonna let it. It's a Polish soccer star, which means he plays <laughs> with a football. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Great radio all around. Uh, and then uh, there, I, I'm not, I don't think that there is, but there's some kind of some guy who did some kind of reservoir poisoning. All right. Well, that's not really a Hollywood persona, but uh, there's no Kissels out there. And I remember thinking, oh, I wish there was a Kissel on the basketball courts so I could have someone to look up to, so I could have a role model. But now it's kind of nice to be the only one. Yeah, the only role model you look after is the uh, the guys that are the bakers over at Dunkin' Donuts. Whoa, mamacita. I am full of, of it today. This man. is 2020 hindsight 2020. I'm saying burning bridges 2020, no hindsight 2020. Wow, all right. I all right, let's take a look at these... <laughs> All right, this next story. This is, uh, we've got a lot of news on this. I think it's very interesting. It's one of those anomalous things. I have no clue what it's all about. There's a lot of people, a lot of guessing. Let's see if we can get to the bottom of it. Okay. This is about these mystery drones that have been swarming uh, over Colorado. Now, this is something Henry and I have been talking about for a while. This comes in from the past. This is news from 2019. This is from 2019, but actually it is currently going. Yes. This is an article I got from 5.05 p.m. yesterday from the New York Magazine. This story is totally crazy. If you don't this know, is, ch- check out the picture of the drones. You can just search probably mystery jo- drones. Um, it is like a militant force. of. It's like a nerd army. Somewhere in a bunker, there's 10 kids cutter, covered in Cheeto dust that are about to rule the world. But we actually don't know. Unless they work for some kind. Co- they work for fucking NORAD. That might actually be the closest thing. This is according to an article called About the Mystery Drone Swarms. It's called About Those Mystery Drone Swarms Over Colorado. The latest mystery to manifest in American skies, swarms of drones that fly by night over the Great Plains. Since the middle of December, residents within a 200-mile swath of eastern Colorado and western Nebraska have reported coordinated groups of unmanned aerial vehicles that fly between dusk and midnight. The craft have wingspans of about six feet and at times fly in synchronized grid patterns, dozens at a time, as if mapping the landscape below. People don't know what's going on. Uh, according to listeners that we have uh, that have been sending me messages from local Facebook pages about what's going on, apparently the, the big thing is that Phillips County Sheriff's Office has come out with a statement through their Facebook page. Uh-huh. A strategy meeting was held today in Brush, Colorado, with federal, state, and local law enforcement agencies regarding the drone issue. Okay. None of the agencies can confirm that the drones are malicious. A task force has been organized, and we are asking for your assistance. Specifically, we are looking for the command vehicle. We're looking for a closed box trailer with antennas or a large van that does not belong in the area. Interesting. So you're, we're looking for the A-team. We're looking for a black van, nice red streak. We're looking for Mr. T. We're looking for face we have ourselves a group of ragtag fire throwing bomb throwing anarchists perhaps you are um you are fear-mongering i don't you're driving know. I'm people into a tizzy for absolutely no reason i'm I not will fear-mongering say, the fact is henry the fbi the faa and the u.s air force are they don't both know what it is. they don't know what it is because a they lot of people were saying Oh, this is probably maybe a, a, a government program, or they maybe this maybe. is like maybe a company looking for oil, whatever it might be. But these huge government cor- uh, operations 
um, have no clue what the hell it is. Well, what we're signing. So now I have some an extra layer of information. Okay. There are some theories that this is very similar to another exercise of when, because this is, we're in the murky world of private contractors, private companies that also function with the government using various, like they are with covert branches of the government. Of course. And they are assigned to do specific jobs. And Absolutely. it seems to be, it's very similar to a search for a lost top secret weapon or possibly a nuke. Because this area is mm-hmm. our gigantic; these are our, our nuke fields. I forget what they, the what they call the Great Plains Intercontinental Nuclear Warhead Armed Ballistic Missile Fields. That's where this that's where this shit's happening. Over this is happening right? in Colorado, Kansas, and Nebraska. And absolutely, we got some nukes over there. But the question is, this would be like a hard target nuke. It would be sitting in a silo mm-hmm. with somebody just hammered. And they were like Jerry Lewis and one of his slapstick 1970s classics, and they lost a massive nuke. How would you lose a nuke? This is a John Candy movie. We're watching a John Candy movie from the side. Yes. Oh, it's very possible. Just roll down a hill somewhere. These are pretty big things, these ICBM nukes. But they say the reason why all of this is happening at night is because it's easier to see the radiation traces at night because you don't have all the background radiation of the sun. So we, we, no one knows what agency is doing this, what private company is doing this. They are commercial grade. These drones are between six and ten feet wide. They're huge. That's that's a good point to bring up too. These They're are huge. not your typical like open up the present, Tommy. Oh my God, it's a drone! I can't believe it. I'm going to go spy on Susie now. Tommy's a felon. Yep. This is these are the size, almost of like a windmill. Yes. These are They're very huge. Big. They're yes. very, very big, and they are so – they are not – you can't get them. We couldn't purchase them if we want to. These are things like between five and ten grand a piece. They're up in the sky doing a bunch of shit. We don't know what the hell it is. It's just showing the uh, – you know, I think it's just important to remember. I, you know, I, have, I, don't, I don't stand anywhere controversial with the gun issue. I think, you know, if you want them, they should just re- regulate them, all that kind of bullshit. But this but is you just would- important to understand that if you ha- just have a handgun – you're not going to do a lot against a gigantic swarm of coordinated 10-foot-long drones. So you're recommending grenade launchers. And by the way, Henry, that yes. gun stance of yours, it's extremely controversial because that's the world we live in. And you uttered a sentence about a hot topic. So oh, God. You've, you've pissed off someone now. I think that if you want to have a gun and dress it up as a baby, you can go ahead and do that. You just need to wait for it. Honestly, baby guns? Not guns Get. to kill babies, but guns it's that are shaped like babies. Get. Protect yourself out there, folks. Sheriff's departments across three states, again, Nebraska, Kansas, and Colorado, because these drones know where to go on vacation. They know where to Ugh. go and have fun. Yeah, in December? <laughs> they have oh, been, yeah. In mid-December, there have been 30 reports, again, three different states. This is according to Sheriff Steve Reams of Weld County, Colorado. He says... I think whomever is responsible for it probably has some answering to do to the general public. Um, so they don't seem to know what it is. It is possible this whole FBI, FAA, Air Force investigation is just sort of a front because perhaps I mean, this is a massive F up by somebody. A janitor tripped over a cord and next thing you know, we're in a nuclear war with China. So maybe that is just sort of like 
them investigating something they already know to exist and why yes. it's there. And they have to but just kind of be like, well, we just got to do this. We just got to find this nuke, and then we'll answer questions once we're done finding the nuke. But you know, then, we'll, then we'll be like, just so you know, yes, it's true. We do lose these nukes from time to time, but they <laughs> love to wander. I'm they not going to suppress the natural curiosity of these nukes. I don't know why they built the nu- nukes with legs. It doesn't make any sense. They were like, and with any luck, they'll have intelligence by the year 2020. <laughs> I don't know why they chose to do that with the nukes. I like to keep them dumb, keep them focused on their job, blowing up Russians. But they made them autonomous, apparently. You better be careful talking about these thing in robots, too. I, I I was watching a documentary from Frontline about Chinese AI, and we uh-huh. better win that AI war. We I know all to. y'all are saying, oh, you guys are all anti-AI, but we got, unfortunately, the government's already chosen this AI, like, proxy war we're having with China in terms of, like, the technology. Oh, I'm race. not saying we should lose it. We gotta win it. That's what I'm we saying. Gotta We've gotta win, win it. it. Uh, no, when it comes to all of that, we gotta win the AI war. We need the smartest robots now are we going to get them our biggest facility to make robots is in boston so it's you huge. know for and a then fact, in Pittsburgh. all of these all of these horrible robot dogs they're all going to be celtics fans they're all going to be patriots fans they're all going to be hammered every sunday beating their wives it's going to be or husbands <laughs> it's going to be like a boston robot everyone's gonna be like mark Wahlberg was actually a great rapper it's all gonna be like what the hell is this robot talking about i'd say the biggest problem that mark Wahlberg- like that Mark Wahlberg brought us the lettuce-wrapped hamburger, which I think is the biggest mistake that society's ever allowed, and I'm afraid of allowing him to also have his hands at the controls of American AI. Wait a second. Wahlburgers was the first to do the lettuce-wrapped hamburger? They definitely made it popular amongst guys that work construction and cheat on their girlfriends. Definitely not a thing. But, Henry, I have a question for you. Yeah. Because we were talking about this uh, earlier. I am surprised it hasn't happened yet. A group of drones attacking the White House. What is to stop a bunch of nerds from getting together, strapping a, a grenade to their drones? And I'm not being like, oh, go out there and do it. I'm just saying if you work in like the Secret You are Service, definitely introducing the idea I, to the, the lexicon. Idea, like the, it's I know you're you're saying have this idea. Like you're being like, I don't want you to pay me for it. No. It is for the world. Anybody can take this idea. And also, I think it's very interesting how this is a reverse position. Where normally I am the one coming up with domestic terror ideas and <laughs> you and you shooting me down. This is me. I don't want to be in defense. I want to technically say I think the White House is very safe. I think they have their own drones. I imagine Maybe. they have their own shit. It's also one of the most scanned pieces of real estate in the galaxy, the airspace above the White House. Okay, let's just say the UN. Let's say any kind of assassination <laughs> attempt. Wow. I just feel like the we drone. We just did one. We what? just did it. Which one? When we got that Iranian general. Oh, that was that's different. That's a military drone. I am talking about How is it any different? Because they're huge. Those are those are ships. Those are those are aircrafts basically. They're gonna do another. They're gonna get yeah, but eventually we'll get those for private. That's what I was saying, is that I want I wanna do drone control. I want everyone in America to have a big We're not military all get drone. The blimp drones that they have in the military. Those things are like 8 feet long, like by 16 wingspan, 16 foot wingspan. I am talking a group of those little drones you get at Christmas. You strap a you strap a bomb to it. You got you and and all of your Grenades friends. Grenades are weaker than you think. The only acceptable reason to interrupt a podcast? Your dog. 
That was your dog saying thank you for BarkBox. You can take a minute now. You pet your dog. But you're going to learn about Bark. It's the company dedicated to making dogs happy. Yay. Every month, BarkBox designs and delivers a whole new collection of toys and treats just for your best bud. No, Wendy, I can't get you a whip. You're too cute for weapons. Every treat is made with yummy, healthy, all-natural ingredients like pumpkin and sweet potato. Mmm, tubers. My dogs love their toys selectively. But BarkBox sends good little ones for their little tiny mouths. They have little mouths, but strong, big spirits. So they fight over the little toys. I imagine they think that they are hunting and going after little bugs and rats. And oh, they love their life and they love the they love what BarkBox brings. Because BarkBox brings the bark and puts it in a box. Yep. To get your free upgrade, go to BarkBox.com slash L-E-F-T. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it. But guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Yeah, we do. Do you love saving money? 
Oh my God, you bet. Then Philo may be your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. That's amazing. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles. It's just a better way to watch TV. Get with it, people. Philo has an unlimited DVR for one year. Save all your favorite shows so you can watch on your own schedule. Philo allows for multiple profiles and multiple streams, meaning that your children or significant other can't ruin your queue. Never miss a minute of shows like, oh, RuPaul's Drag Race. You're going to watch it. You're going to love it. You're going to get involved with it. And it's an extravaganza. You're going to love it. With Philo, you can start watching in seconds for less money and less hassle. Try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash left. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash L-E-F-T to get 50% off your first month. You didn't assassinate one person. You got one piece of meat to kill. You don't. You don't think you fly fifteen drones? You attach a little bomb to them. Getting a whole show fucking canceled. <laughs> you getting a whole show fucking taken. No, I'm not. Because I have saying, my own plans. Why hasn't I have it plans yet? that I save. I have plans that I save that I I kind of keep in my own mind, like the wall facers do in the three body problem. Uh-huh. Where I sit and I have an idea for plans for the future that I only have told myself that I know are picture perfect plans. To create total chaos. And I save them because I don't want anybody else taking them because I want to unleash them in, in terms of if there's an emergency. Uh-huh. I want to be able to unleash them and have no one be able to stop me. No, I, I understand. I am just saying I am Keep surprised. these ideas private. Keep no, these ideas am, off the radio. I, I'm just talking to you, Henry. I'm You're not. Talking. You're not. You're talking I, to a, a million people. I am just talking to you, though, um, and, and, and the millions listening. But I am surprised, and I'm happy it hasn't happened. I'm just saying I'm surprised that people have not been <laughs> militarizing their drones earlier because you know me, that's what's right now they're used for peeping. But all things age. So right now a drone is like a 13-year-old boy. And it's in a few <laughs> yeah. years it's going to be an 18-year-old. You're projecting a lot. No, I'm projecting not, a lot on this whole topic. Oh my god. I, I was you're way too busy drinking alone. Affected, but you're very seriously affected by the drones. Is it because you're so tall and you see them more than I do? I'm going to kill you this year. I am going to I am you are going to end up I'm going to put your head on a, on a little spike. Maybe 2020 is the year where we ramp up our <laughs> our friendly attacking of each other, our friendly antagonism. We ramp it up Marxist style to uh. a conflict and then see how it all shakes out. Bring it into the octagon. We could sell out MSG. That would be the Z- Zabrowski versus Kissel, a match made in baloney. I love it. I love it. I could see us carved out of baloney just kissing each other. Mm. I would like to thank S for sending me all of these Colorado drone updates. So for I've had boots on the ground sending me information from Colorado, which I really appreciate. I do love it. Do you think there's anything, any correlation with the marijuana? Is there anything to do with that? Just people saying high as fuck, being, people being high as fuck? It sounds like it's a really fun place to be super stoned. If you looked up in the sky and saw a drone army, I don't know. I, I think that you're right. If I these had are a also firearm, the natural my reaction would be to get it. These are also the natural cave systems where they say the reptilians live. Huh. Okay. This whole time, this whole area. Also, I wanted, this is a quick shout, shout out to E, who um, decided to respond to me, because apparently I made some comments about how I think that we should burn down the Amazon and let it restart. 
Um, e says, hello, guys. I'm currently a college student majoring in biology. I wanted to say something about Henry's latest comment on Side Story. Simply put, burning down the Amazon is an absolutely terrible idea. Right. Due to the fact that the nutrients that would enter the soil via ash would be quickly eroded away by the thin topsoil and heavy rains in the region. This is why slash and burn agriculture is both bad and prevalent in the region. It introduces. I don't know why you're reading it like this. It seems like a very for, reasonable email. Whatever crop is being grown, but only lasts for a few years. Right. So we have to burn down more of the jungle. Hypothetically, if one were to burn down the entire Amazon rainforest, not only would a huge amount of biodiversity would be lost, but it would take an extremely long time for it to regrow. So it's one of the saying, only emails that has made any reasonable, rational sense on every single level. And you read it as if this person uh, is is not all there with their faculties. And I, I don't know why you did that, Henry, because that was a very strong passionate email about saving the, the rainforest. Amazon was as strong as it pretended to be, it would pull itself up by the bootstraps it doesn't and wear grow boots. faster. It does not it wear boots. It can make boots, boots out of the fucking mark. Who gives a shit? Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Make yourself fixed faster. They're not ants. They're not alive in the sense that they can speak to each other and throw little people around. They are just sitting there like ducks waiting to get slaughtered. Catch up or shut up. 2020. Catch up or shut up. Well, speaking of catching up, this story, I don't want to say it warms my heart because I think that makes me callous. What What story? A teen charged on suspicion of killing Mm. an alleged pedophile priest. He didn't just kill him in your traditional tie him up, shoot him in the head, slice his throat. He killed this priest in a cinematic way that could only be scripted by Scorsese or Tarantino. He took a crucifix and he jammed it down this priest's throat and told the priest died. Fucking go fuck yourself, you piece of shit. That's your fucking ass. This air quotes accused pedophile priest. I am going to do this. I'm just going to shoot. Cut off the cuff, cut off the word accused and no, just you have to call say him it, a pedophile. Say it more like accused. That's how you that's how you take the heat off of it. Take the heat off. Um his name is Roger Must Matasoli. He's 91 years old. Four people uh, thus far have come forward and been like, yeah, that guy is a uh, child rapist. And you remember when a 50-year-old to 75-year-old priest is sucking on your dick. Oh, I don't care what anybody's God. saying. Especially you remember ni- it? This guy is 19 years old. He said he was molested about uh, in, in his when he was around 10 years old or so. Oh. The priest is 81. Like, I don't even, like, um, what's the name He's of looking, it? He misses being 81. It's disgusting. This priest. So... The the police have questioned this 19-year-old boy, suspected of murdering a priest, again, by shoving a crucifix down his throat. This is in, uh, I think it's Oise, France. I'm sure it's not Oise, oh, wow. but that's is what it, I'm going to call it. it. No, it's, Oise, France. It's, it's, not, it's the only it's place like, where corduroy is mandatory. It is O-I-S-E. Tell us what it is. I believe it's wow. 
well. Because well. you don't pronounce any of those letters in French. I don't know. It's like, well. I'm going to OC. <laughs> OC France. Oh, my God. So the interrogation took place despite the suspect identified in the media as Alexander V being hospitalized for, quote, significant mental problems. The uh, suspect, again, jammed a crucifix down this priest's throat. This is according to the suspect's lawyer. He says, we now know that the suspect's father was a victim of the priest as well. He goes on to say, wow, we also he's know- been fucking sucking. Do you think that he went down the this line? Is a, this is a crass question. But do you think at some point when he's sucking the grandson's penis mm. that he like thinks about the grandfather and either number one gets go like, oh, I can't believe old he is now. Or do you think he looks at the penis? And he's like, it's just like I remember. Well, uh, that's a question you'll have to from ask, the same vet. Yeah, well, that is a crass question, and I don't know the answer to it because I'm not in the mind of a 91-year-old pedophile priest. But they, the lawyer goes on to say, we also know that this papa tried to protect his children, and then, after the divorce, he fell back into the clutches of Matasoli. Alexandra, Alexandra, Alexander? It's probably Al- Alexander mentioned facts oh that were likely to disturb him deeply. There was a talk of Alexander cleaning the house naked for the priest. Oh, so, God. I mean, I've seen the nude maids thing. Because we do. We have a lot of naughty maid vans here in L.A. Naughty, and, na- naughty maid vans? Yeah, topless, like topless house cleaning. That's but, actually fairly common. No, I know that, and I have no problem with that. I think we need to are such prudes in this country. Everything needs to be much more legalized and accepted and celebrated. But the thing about the nude or topless maid, Seinfeld that show isn't it doesn't hold up as much as I liked it uh, as much as I hoped it would. But the one thing that he did get right was was um, negative nude. When you're doing things that aren't attractive, when you're nude, and I'm going to say when you're a maid cleaning. I don't need to see your breasts. You're insane. Male I'll watch it all female. day. Yeah, but no, I'll watch not... everybody do it. I yeah, want to but... have a nude accountant. I'd have a nude uh, <laughs> lawn maintenance person. I'd you have a our, nude you landlord. You want our Long Island accountant. You want our business managers, our male Italian Long Island business managers to be nude. I'll see cocks. I'll see tits. I'll see bush of both kinds. I'll see butts. I like to see. I I don't know what it is. I'm I'm cool with it. No, I, you know what? I'm actually cool with that as well. So Alexander, and what I'm not cool with though is Ale, is this story. Alexander and his father were not the first <laughs> men to accuse Mazzasoli <laughs> of sexual abuse. The suspect's family said the known accusations were well known. These accusations were well known, and they date all the way back to the 1960s. It's and, almost like they didn't do anything about it they don't really it's like a whole like institutionalized like silence that comes from the very top it's well, almost they, like it's an inherently corrupt organization organization like the entire catholic church like you, the like the vatican should be melted down if they actually believe in the idea of feeding the poor oh absolutely changing society that maybe they could sell some of the priceless treasures they have within that gigantic morgue they call the pope's president palace that they could maybe you know clothe and feed all the people they supposedly care about absolutely and of course if you want to know more about Catholic corruption, look no further than the story of Mother Teresa. She took a lot of money. She's a liar. Did, she's she's a, a liar. She's a media whore. She's a total liar. It's kind of honestly, we Did still have we still have Tom Hanks 
That's all. Ugh. Tom Hanks I, honestly, is Honestly, I'm not putting any faith in an actor. Never put faith in an actor. They always have skeletons in their closet. He's always got, he's got something too. Don't believe in him. The only pure person has been Bobby Bonilla. Bobby Bonilla, because Bobby he's Bonilla. still making money. He made money just from the pure, <sighs> the crowd roaring, hot dogs being sold, popcorn being strewn about, the boys in their tight little uniforms running around the diamond. That's what? pure. He's still doing it. <laughs> he's not still doing it. He's, he still, he's making still making money. money. He's still making yeah, money. But that doesn't that's make huge. Him. He's it, making money and not working. That's an American dream. That's the idea. He's the peak. I but agree. He, but do you see the Pope slap that woman's hand? Yes, the Pope is. I don't. I've never <laughs> been on Team Cool Pope. I never will be on Team Hate Cool him. Pope. I'm Hate doing him. air quotes when I say the word cool. He's not a cool Pope. He's the head of the largest pedophile ring in. World history. We are coming in hot this week. I know. It's hindsight 2020. All right. Well, the reason this Pope but was yeah, able to. He grabbed that. Well, he grabbed that woman. The woman was grabbing him. So he slapped her hand yeah, off but, of him. So I understand or, why he did it. But Wasn't that whole damn story about Jesus when he healed that blind woman? She crawled over to him and then she touched his shirt. And then all of a sudden she could see his disgusting feet. Like, wasn't the if whole Jesus point was of that real, story he was... to touch Jesus and then you can be cured of polio? Nothing happens. Jesus was half. If Jesus was real, he would have been half reptilian. Yeah, that's, that's how true. we would have been able to do it by manipulating her on a quantum level. What is the name of that thing that priests get when the reason they get shipped all around? It's something like pedophile camp. <laughs> no. Well, we we've really went in hard on the Pope today. Anything that's good. Well, the Pope is doing just fine, and you're completely right. They need to burn down the Vatican. It's worth billions of dollars. It's this a massive corporation. Get rid but of no it. one listens to me, and I'm just the nude accountant. Hey, buddy. I'm just a nude accountant. We got new chairs in because all of these chairs are all streaked with brown. But Ugh. now that we have the bidets, we are, we're hoping to a cleaner 2020. I was just in the, in the West Coast studio. I didn't see a bidet. No, I actually just got one of those tushies. The ones you can attach to the, the in-house. I'm going straight for full-on buffets. I'm so sick. I'm, I'm bu- uh, buffets. <laughs> I'm going full-on bidets. I'm doing this. Okay, buddy. Cleaner buttholes. Cleaner oh, buttholes. Cleaner buttholes now, 2020. Go after it. This is a story I'm really excited to tell you guys about. It's really fucking disgusting. This comes from the HuffPost.com. Florida man wakes to find a stranger sucking his toes. What is going on? This is by on? David Moye. A Florida man had an unusual visitor on Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Also, the murder, the cannibal murder also happened on Christmas Eve. Yes. This is all Christmas. Yep. A Florida man had an unusual visitor on Christmas Eve, one who had toes and not toys on his mind. Oh, The unnamed victim said he woke up. Honestly, whoever wrote that for Huffington Post needs to be fired. No, I think he's very good. David Moy, that was very funny. I don't know. The unnamed victim said he woke up and discovered his toes were being sucked by a stranger. Even more disturbing, when the victim asked his visitor what was going on, the man just said, I'm here to suck toes. What is, According to is the he Roddy County Piper Sheriff's from They Sturman. Live? I'm here to suck toes and chew bubblegum and I'm all and out I'm of bubblegum? Bubble yeah. The victim fought back only to have the alleged toe sucker attempt to grab the victim's genitals before claiming he had a gun. Whoa. The victim, who never saw the gun, managed to force the suspect out of his home. The accused toe sucker then smashed a window in the home and destroyed the victim's car windshield before getting away on foot. 
He's so mad. Although police took DNA swabs from the victim's toes and used the police toes to try to track down That the is subject. the hardest part. And we're not, this is kind of funny because it's about toes. It's about but like toes. after you call the police and you're like, I have just been like assaulted in some way. In this case, it's toes. They ha- they go in and it just sucks. The whole process well, sucks. And now because this guy has like, to, like, you know, yeah, he's so, laughing. Uh, let me ask you, let me, okay. So you was asleep. And this guy, you have some kind of red suit on, sir. I really wish you'd stop making like a, a joke about this. I, right. I've been feel violated. A man broke my home, and he sucked on, he sucked in my toes. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. You said that. You said that. Well, let's uh, let's get some uh, guys take some swab of your toes. So we got uh, that Jets coach. We got the Jets coach to be able to come in here. Wow. <laughs> Deep cut Rex Ryan joke. Yeah, Quentin Tarantino coming in here to handle this. Get some footage of this. There it some is. Some footage. And so, they, uh, and so you're just sitting there, and then you have to let all these cops giggle as they swab your toes. And then a police dog's brought in who then sniffs and licks your toes again. Because <laughs> I assume, because it's a dog, and it's try, it's trying to have a nice time, but it's sniffing the toes. And it's like, please, sir, just let it sniff. And then he's like, <laughs> it starts licking. All of a sudden, you're now in a post-traumatic Fucking, like, you're going back to the moment when you woke up and saw a man just sucking on your toes like it was a fucking lollipop, just looking up you all innocent, like those POV porns where him just, like, looking up being like, sorry, daddy, I didn't, I know you so what you need to be relaxed before going to work, like, doing that kind of shit. That's I have no idea, ra- I don't know what rabbit hole you've just gone down. <laughs> I'm just saying, those videos where it's all about relaxing daddy, and you have to have the stepdaughter come in, she's sucking your toes, and you're from a POV, and it's all about you, you're on your way to work, you're like, come on, d- damn it, Tina, I gotta get on the, in the van. You go to work with my boys, the carpool's here. And she's just like, no, Dad, I'm sorry, Dad. You got to make sure I clean his toes, make sure well, you're all ready for work. That is disgusting, Henry. So the person that wrote this article, again, this is David Moy. I, I find him to be talentless. No, that's not true. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't find him to be talentless. But no, I will say this. It, the article ends with him putting a link to the latest season of Temptation Island. There's a link of the latest season of Temptation Island in the article. Again, this is a this is assault on this man. And this is what he says. This is how he closes his article. He says, We can't say whether the Florida suspect saw the latest season of Temptation Island before the alleged assault, but the video above offers further thoughts on toe sucking. Did the, did they break into somebody's home and start tucking, sucking their toes? I don't think the toe I sucking think so. is the biggest issue here. I think it it's is. the home invasion and then waking up with a weird <laughs> grouper fish <laughs> sucking on your toes like you're like you're grime on the bottom of the sea. Oh my god! Yes, it's like it's you're disgusting. getting catfished. It's the literal. I think it should be the new. This is the new definition of catfished <laughs> it's not you're being it's not being faked it's that it is having a fucking bottom dweller a bottom feeder sucking on the the barnacles Ugh. of filth on your toes as you sleep but i could just imagine because <laughs> on some level this toe sucker guys I, I i'm gonna say this not in defense of the toe sucker but remember if someone's stuck, broke in your home and they're sucking your toes while you sleep they're more afraid of you than you are of them. I actually would disagree with that. Why Let would you even finish. say they broke into your home? <laughs> I know. Of they course. obviously don't have much fear. No, they don't have a lot of fear. But in that moment, they're so scared that the toe sucking will end before they're done. And but let why, them just do it. But the thing with toe sucking, out of, and all fetishes really, 
millions and millions of people are dying to get their toes sucked. That's it's why most fucking, people in Florida wear sandals. Everyone the, <laughs> wants their toes to be sucked. I'm surprised these cops didn't ask what his toes were wearing that night. Why were his toes <laughs> out so late? Like, toes get sucked all the time, I, legally, I, consensually. Just find people, someone and be like, you need a cleaning? And then three out of ten times, they'll say yes. Unfortunately, what we've seen is that some people... The real thrill is not even just the toe sucking. It's the surprise on the unsuspecting sleeping per- person's face. That's what makes him nut. It's not the toe sucking. The toe sucking uh. is just a it, it's a venue. It's a it's a way to get to the surprised, horrified look on a man's face as he awakens to you sucking on his toes. That's a, what he likes. It's also a very risky thing to do because if you, if I awaken someone sucking on my toes, whether it be a person or a rat, I'm kicking it. Well, I'm immediately going to kick it and try to take some teeth out. That's what, I don't like it because sometimes I have had that happen where I've woken up to... Oh, that's and it's Wendy. Wendy. Yeah, of it's course. It's Wendy giving little licks, but that's just she's just trying to go out. Yeah, I know. And then it's I don't like that. I don't but like then that. that. Puffin doesn't I, do that. Thank God. Natalie and I got into a thing. Not remotely a fight, but she was definitely like licking the bottom of my foot the other day, and I was like, "Do I stop this?" And Natalie's like, "Well, technically, this is her like showing that she loves you and she's trying to take care of you. So if you can stand it, just kind of let her do it." So that's yeah, what but, I do. Okay, so let her do it. So that's a fine line. You also no, cannot get around by it. Yeah, you, no, it doesn't make it doesn't make me hard. I don't. If think, it made me hard, I'd nip it in the bud. Side stories lpotl at gmail Is it okay to allow your dog to suck your feet? I don't think so. It's not, she's not sucking my feet. It sounds like, like she broke not, into she's your not apartment, deep throating my toes. I think you have a little orphan situation. Wendy is actually <laughs> thirty eight years old. She has proportional dogism. And she is dogism. she is sucking on those toes, Henry. Oh, also, wait. um, if you want to have a good time, uh, troll this guy. If you look up findingmyrepublicangoddess.com. This is someone sent me this website a man generated. <laughs> Where did you that should even look at this. From? This came from an email from M. It is really really fun. One of the things he did, like he, this guy is. It's a questionnaire that you can fill out to date him. He's looking for his Republican goddess, and one of my favorite is an excerpts where he says, "I am intensely sexual." He's sixty eight. <laughs> my sexual journey in this lifetime has taken me into the core of my being as a man, into the God presence within me. This has been a profound, deeply spiritual journey. At times, extremely painful. At others, ecstatic. If we connect, I will be happy to tell you that story. Here, I will merely state the result. My sexual practice has evolved into a sacred, spiritual practice, the highest form of meditation and worship. I believe women have a greater capacity to receive pleasure than men do, while men have a greater capacity to deliver pleasure Uh than women do. Hence, my greatest pleasure is worshiping my goddess by giving her prolonged, repeated, explosive, full-body female experiences i saw a picture of the guy he looks like jim carrey from the mask before he puts the mask on he dresses it's very like, flamboyantly he honestly very though he, he really as does. far as like dating profiles go he sounds kind of fun it's very professional he's very professional well speaking of professional uh let's put our serious caps on really quick to our wonderful listeners and to everyone in australia um we're thinking about holy you. shit We've guys donated um the best we can 
So please. tell us where to. I, I, I'm going to put this as a this is a call out to y'all. Send us what are the best places to give money to. We will we'll pump them on the Twitter, all on our social medias, all that kind of bullshit. Because I know you guys are enough. It's it's fucked over there. I know those fires are insane. Right so now, over what can half we do to billion- help? We have a lot of listeners, and we we love that country. I miss the hell out of Australia. I wish I could live there. Absolutely, they've currently lost. Um- they have currently lost about half of a billion animals. They've lost countless amounts of plants and wildlife. Um, they've lost, I believe it's been uh, 1,400 homes, something like that, 25 No, it's people. insane. It's absolutely insane. If you want to donate, Celeste Barber has actually been doing quite a bit. Uh, she's do- She's gotten so far $30 million for firefighters and victims. So Celeste Barber... Uh, you are amazing. I'm going to lump you in with this week's Hero of the Week. So this week's Hero of the Week, she is an adult performer. Her name is Kaylin Ward. She is just 20 years young, and she has raised over a million dollars for wildlife relief, uh, for the bushfire relief in Australia. Uh, In order to do this, she was sending nudes to people on Instagram, I believe DMing nudes. Ten Ten bucks a pop. Ten bucks a pop. Obviously, all of that money is going to Australia. But because of this, and this is what makes her the hero of the week, um, because of this, her account got shut down. People were criticizing her for sending nudes. That's why she's a hero, because she said that is ludicrous. It's ridiculous. She's fighting for her right to save the wildlife, and I believe she deserves uh, a kudos and a congratulations not to have her Instagram shut down for selling nudes. Of course, she's a beautiful woman, and because of her, more adult film actresses, more adult um, stars have chipped in. They're doing Riley Reed is one of them. Absolutely. So if you need no, motivation to say, if you need motivation other than watching pandas die and watching, did you see the kangaroo stuck in the uh, stuck it's, in the fence? It's awful. It's, it's awful. awful. But if you need more motivation. Uh, check out Kaylin no. Ward. Check out any of your adult film stars. Perhaps they're also doing something similar. Give ten bucks. Get a nude. But it's all about saving the wildlife. She is saving wildlife. She's raised over a million dollars. She's d- doing the Lord's work. If she the really Lord cared, is. I, I really do. It, it, it's amazing what the internet can do. This is one of to me. It's very positive, and the idea of her really using what you'd call her influencer status to make a difference. And so, hopefully, you know, but we are going to be giving and pumping whatever we can to Australia. So let us know where to go. Absolutely. Again, Celeste Barber, check her out, and Kaylin Ward. Just donate to these people, and uh, they will be giving this money to Australia. Apparently, she's been filtering through her DMs, looking at receipts. About half of the receipts are evidently fake. So she's like, no, that's a fake receipt. Also, what sociopath sends a fake donation receipt? Just donate $10. Yes, you know, we'll it's not it like you'll do it. Um, and you know, then you'll get your nude. She said, we had some people who donated a lot of money, one person, 5,000 and at least 10 people, 1000. Those we made sure we had their name and second verification of the payment. So Ward, Kalen Ward, you are this week's hero of the week, along with all of the other great people who are using their platform to raise money for the wonderful folks of Australia, because that is on fire. And if you saw the response of their government, it makes the way that W handled Katrina look like he nailed it. 
They like, don't know what's. Ha- it seems like it's just the massive fuck up, and it's just also just a huge problem too. They were all on An vacation. Unprecedented problem. Did you see that everyone was on vacation and like everyone's like, well, I guess we'll have to go back now. It's like, well, we. What are you doing? We could use more vacation in the United States of America, but. You know, we'll talk about that. This is that. This is bad version of this. Not when you're the leader in your country is on fire, on fire. All right, so a couple. I have a couple of letters that I want to read uh, that we have from listeners. These are really fun. This comes from H. Uh, so this was a, a friend of a friend uh, was raised Mormon, and so she wanted to. She was describing her some of the ideas that she had, the, okay. some of the things that we came up with. So. Uh, one friend was a bartender. She was apparently direct descendant of the Dookie King himself, Brigham Young. Whoa! Which at first seemed questionable, but then I remembered he had like 60 children. The second guy said his wife, my wife, Whoa. was an ex-Mormon and had a very interesting family heirloom that had been passed down for many generations. A single, apparently reusable, lambskin condom. Whoa. It's meant to be used and reused, and then you you wash it out, oh. dry it, and you keep it safe. I can't imagine what it would have looked like and smelled like. After we left, though, I thought maybe this is some weird backwoods, Missouri family tradition. Since aren't Mormons very anti-birth control, isn't the whole point to make more Mormons? So I did a little Googling, and it turns out this is actually, albeit perhaps not universally a Mormon thing, apparently there is a book called Secret Ceremonies by Deborah Lake, where she describes, among many other disturbing details of the temple ceremonies and forced marriage, her father-in-law giving them reusable lambskin family condoms. So the whole family would use them. And it's gross, but that's why uh, he could use, Joseph Smith was purportedly having all the sex, but he had relatively few children in comparison to Brigham Young. Because they were using these lambskin condoms, apparently, which is a lot of fun. The dad would use them, and they'd give them to the son. The family that shares condoms together stares at each other awkwardly together. Yes. And here's another. I'll do this one last little story. It's really fun. This comes from F. This Edmonton man had his arm amputated, and then he kept the bones. Yeah. Mark Holmgren was 17 years old when he brought, when he borrowed his brother's motorbike. I was driving too fast, turned the corner, and I wiped out. I Ooh. tore the nerves of my shoulder. It was a brachial plexus injury, and from that day, I could never use it. Couldn't move it. Couldn't feel it. Holmgren carried his dysfunctional arm around for nearly two decades before deciding it was time to do something about it this year. At first, it was, I'm going to wait. They'll be able to fix it. They're coming up with new stuff. Give me some kind of robotic arm. But I'd been waiting too long, he recalled. I decided to just remove it, move on, I guess. He contacted doctors at the University of Alberta Hospital who agreed to amputate his right arm in April, and then he kept it. First, they sent me a paper. I signed it, <laughs> sent it back to the doctor, and he, into the surgery room with me and just showed me all the doctors in there, and they're all like, yeah, we know. So they carried it off. He tried it. He fucking cut it off. He left the the hospital with his arm in a garbage bag. <laughs> Couldn't they give him anything nicer than a garbage bag? A nice no, stuffle? that's what they had. That's what they had. <laughs> he tried to ask taxidermists to clean his arm, but a lot of them wouldn't because it's bad. But then he said after a few weeks of searching, he found Legends Taxidermy in Drayton Valley who agreed to do the job, and they just they skinned it down to just bones, and he brought it to Christmas. He brought this, his arm to Christmas, and none of them will. His family wouldn't touch it. It's really fun. It's a great story. I, I was that, like, "Bare in asses her." That's like a fucking metal. Oh, you got to touch the hand. I would be shaking the hand. I'm going to work. be scratching my back with it. I'd be doing all this shit. 
Um, but that's me from viewer. That is me from listener emails. Thank you all so much uh, for sending in your emails. 2020, we cannot wait to hear more from you. Side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. We are so excited to be giving you, uh, to be with you uh, for another year and to be giving you the news that can continue to alienate you, isolate you. And the news you can use. The news Make you sure can use if you want to get fired at the office. Make sure you check out page seven, Whizbrew Live, January 9th uh, in Chicago, January 10th in Pontiac, Michigan, January 11th in Milwaukee, Mil- Wisconsin. It's going to be really fun. And then, guys, last podcast on the left, April 2020, last book tour on the left. Check out lastpodcastonthelept.com for all the dates. Come to you. Buy damn ass tickets. They go. They are moving. This is not just bullshit. The tickets? Not like the, we, they are moving. So you get these tickets. Well, that is a little insider trick. If you ever see a performer be like, you better get tickets now. Oh, they're selling fast. That means they're looking they at the numbers not, and they're just like. They are sold. not selling. And you've heard us say this before. Oh, yeah. no, we're, And we're, you'll hear us say it again. We've sold 40 in a 400-seater. They're oh, selling God. out fast. Oh, <laughs> God. Oh, no. It's um, selling yeah, out dude. so fast, we're going to start giving discounted tickets. That's how fast they're selling. That's how fast they're selling. They're don't shaving worry. off the prices. We're not there yet. But that's why you gotta you gotta keep us from doing that. <laughs> no, we really are. We're, uh, thank you all so much. We've already bought tickets for the uh, for the April tour. Uh, really sweet. They are truly actually selling fast. So please get your tickets. Um, we are so excited to see you all there. Check out Hail Yourself America as well. Uh, my documentary. Go to hailyourselfamerica.com. Fun little five dollar journey uh, into the political world, and of course, Abe Lincoln's top at twenty twenty. My friend. We got a lot to talk about this year. Yeah, we do, my friend. We're going to have a lot of shit going on. And again, and Spotify, we yep. will be exclusive February 14th. Fucking so start subscribing now. Isn't Can't that, fucking wait to see Valentine's you Valentine's Day, right? You're right. You're very good. Isn't that you actually, sad? You almost know holidays. It what? is sad. I don't like Valentine's Day. Well, it's a, it's technically, it's one of those made up holidays. Oh, which okay. people are forced to celebrate. All right. Uh, so live your life. Live your life according to the the rules of 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 fucking Gary Coleman, man. What is that? Fucking be the be the funnest night watchman you can be. Okay. If you if you are one, um, right. laugh, ah! laugh every day like those laughing yoga dudes. Look up the laughing laughing yoga if you want to scream into your own fucking shirts. Okay. And then uh, love, love that feeling of a freshly washed butt. If you get yourself a bidet. And it is a nice. Absolutely. Stay clean 2020. Hail yourselves, everyone. Hail Satan. Magustalations. Hail me. And we shall talk to you all very soon. See you for the rest of the year, fuckers. Can't wait. Hope everyone had a great holiday. 2020 is going to be the best. Yes. Goodbye. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, Go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Hey guys, Sean Hayes here. Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and I had a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to sit down with not one, not two, 
but three presidents of the United States on our recent episode of Smartless. That's because President Biden, a returning guest, brought two of his favorite pals, former Presidents Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, all joined us for unforgettable conversation. It's a historic episode of Smartless as we pry into the minds of these remarkable leaders. We'll cover everything from their time in office, America's responsibilities in the world, and their personal passions in an episode full of some candid stories, insightful perspectives, and a few surprises along the way. Whether you're a political junkie or just curious about the inner workings of the Oval Office, this episode is a must listen. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to hear from three of the most influential figures in recent American history. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen to Smartless ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.